welcome to another episode of The Pod Well Travelled. I'm Stephen Scarfield, the travel editor. Uh, we're based here in Perth in Western Australia. Uh, with me is Penny Thomas, travel Hello. writer, Moans Johansson, travel writer, both recently back from the US, which of course is internationally is the subject of the week with, with what's going on politically there and legally there, I suppose, with uh, uh, former President Trump. Uh, having new charges labelled against him. It's kind of, everything's in the air. Moans is literally just back. So, mm. um, Penny, mm. we talked. you talked about your experiences on a recent episode, mm. but uh, how do you feel about having America, you know, trumpeted as it is at the moment? Oh. Are you watching this? Oh, yeah, it's it's interesting to watch. I do sort of like watching the sort of political sphere and especially in international politics. It's always interesting. But it seems like it's been going on for a while now. It um, has. It's, really, it's an important point for us because as travel writers, you know, we write about destinations, but they are still countries yeah. with all their problems and politics and everything else. And I think I'm just really making the point that we're acutely aware of what happens in these countries at every level, not just as mm. destinations for holidays. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you must have felt that acutely. Oh, from, <laughs> as, an outside, as an outsider, I've got to say, you just shake your head at what's going on there, to be honest. I, I just find it unbelievable. It's, it's a bit of a, a circus, isn't it? But, you know, that's only my opinion. Well, no, it is. <laughs> but, I mean, given, given what we just said about that, your pictures are full of stars and stripes. And oh, talk yeah. about a circus. Oh, absolutely. Tell us about that. Yeah, I was uh, I was invited up to Milwaukee uh, near Lake Michigan uh, to uh, well basically test ride uh, a few new Harley Davidson motorcycles. Milwaukee is uh, Harley's hometown, and uh, they were celebrating their 120th anniversary this year. So there's a big uh, sort of homecoming festival uh, arranged by Harley Davidson. Uh, until now it has been every five years to celebrate anniversaries uh, uh, but it was announced at this week or this uh, year's festival that it'll be an annual event from now on and it is just amazing <laughs> i've never ever seen that many motorcycles in one place it's it's it was mind-blowing <laughs> yeah right um i feel like americans just love festivals and yeah i'm surprised they were doing it every five years before and now they're taking it annually it makes a lot more sense to absolutely and it might sort of even out the crowds a little bit because uh, i mean they they had uh, i think over over a long weekend they had uh 73,000 bikes visit the Harley-Davidson Museum. Uh, There was uh, a a sort of rock concert uh, on two days down on what was called Veterans Park right on the shore of Lake Michigan that attracted 80,000 people over two days. Uh, I was there for when the Foo Fighters played at uh, 45,000 people there for that. So it it was just like fun and games all all long weekend uh it culminated in a parade through uh the center of town with uh seven thousand motorcycles wow continue it's like a conveyor belt of harley davidson's coming down michigan avenue it was just like you had to see it to believe it and if i hadn't seen it i wouldn't have believed it <laughs> sounds like organized chaos how far is the sort of main strip that everyone was going down uh it's probably a 
about, I'm guessing, that's a good question, maybe five or six kilometres or something like that. Uh, but it just went on and on. And uh, it, it was amazing to see how many people, as you said, they love a parade. Mm. Uh, you know, it was amazing to see how many people came out to see it. But mm. Because you'd think, oh, well, it's only motorcyclists that would that would go and enjoy that. But it was families and, you know, people waving flags and... <laughs> You know, high fiving the riders as they're coming past. I, I can fun. only just imagine the noise. Ah, oh, it was it's phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if Taylor Swift's concert in Seattle registered on the uh, Richter scale, yeah. two point something seismic uh, measurement for her concert, I can only imagine what this would oh, have measured I, on. Well, that. I mean, I don't want to stereotype Harley riders, well, but but uh, you know, there is a tendency to to. Uh, alter the mufflers a little bit uh, or the exhausts a little bit and uh, you know when when you get a group of them together they have to rev the bikes a bit and all that sort of stuff so it was noisy yeah were you a bit intimidated by that well look uh, not, you not, at, not at the parade but i mean i i uh, was uh, I, I was uh, riding out to the harley davidson museum from my hotel on a borrowed a new borrowed harley davidson and uh, you know when you're surrounded by a lot of other bikes in a foreign place you know they drive in the you know mm. they call it the right side of the road but you know for us it's it's a it's a bit of a shift uh, so you're in amongst cars motorcycles uh, and it was just like it was organized chaos really uh, and then you get to the museum and it's like uh it was overflowing the grounds are, are quite massive you know it's a it's a big complex the harley davidson museum there's showrooms there's uh you know the big museum and various other uh buildings there so there's lots of room but it was overflowing with bikes all the surrounding streets had you know bikes parked along them it was uh it was really you had to see it to believe it mm. Interesting. The the two bikes that Harley launched is uh, they're called Harley Davidson Street Glide and Road Glide, and they're the their CVO models, which uh, stands for Custom Vehicle Operations. Uh, it's basically you know the top of the waza with all the bling and all the latest tech and all that sort of stuff, uh, and they they are really quite special. Mm. I mean they're big machines, you know like. The, the road glide weighs 400 kilos, so it's not sort of one you just sort of throw around a corner, it's you know. It's about, <laughs> about six times your weight. How did yeah, that, how did know, that go? I <laughs> well, I mean, I've got to say that, you know, when you swing your leg over one of these things, I mean, most Harleys are, are quite low to the ground, which suits me. I can actually reach the ground then. <laughs> but um, but but the sheer weight of it when you when you – tip it off the side stand is is definitely noticeable uh and when you first start rolling off you are sort of conscious of that but once you once the bike is rolling it's it's actually you know quite a nice bike to ride uh, they've you know they've really gone a long way to sort out you know suspension and and the engine performance uh you know believe it or not they've cut a significant amount of weight uh of the whole bike by f- various means uh but it's it's really like it's like riding a a small convertible car you know you just sort of sit behind this giant fairing and uh, you know there's a surround sound stereo and all that sort of yeah, stuff well, you know it's yeah you're, you're, a, it's bear my bike. Kind of bike. you're a bear bike triumph rider so <laughs> what can you do about that interesting you've got stories about this in wheels in a yeah. saturday 
um, supplement. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. also, we've got a story about homecoming in travel this Saturday. Published yeah. and also published online at thewest.com.au. Uh, all of those stories will be published either in the motoring section or the travel section, of course. But you've got a bagel story this week. That yes. was pretty tasty. Yeah, that was from the walking um, bagel tour that I did in, in Brooklyn, which was really good fun. But yeah, I've done a put together a bit of a story on that and where we sort of went and travelled to, which was good. Great story, great story. Yeah. Uh, I had a, a different sort of experience. I've just back from... Um, Norway and Iceland, of course, the, the, the motoring story there is a very clever use of EVs. We've got a story coming on that next week, actually. Mm, so we've be, all got a little bit of a motoring bend yeah, this week. It'll be interesting oh, wow. to, to read about because, I mean, that's that's one of the big issues here is that, you know, the EVs, you know, fair enough, they're emission-free, but, you know, the the technology that actually makes the power is yeah, I, I Look, I, also, and it's just massive government input there. Mm. I mean, uh, tax exemptions for EVs, um, charging everywhere, even like Iceland, even the remote villages in Iceland, mm. just charges everywhere. They that'd just, be, they that'd just be 10 years ahead of us, wouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, they, they just threw yeah. money at them and put charges everywhere. And, yeah. and buying an EV is just not an issue. You know? No. In, in any of the, either of these countries, it's just what you do. So. Mm. Um, and, but, but, but both those countries have got different uh, forms of of. Uh, natural or exactly right ways of, of producing electricity. Exactly. I, I think such hydro and, and so on. Well-educated populations who understand that variously they'll say it's ninety-nine or a hundred percent renewable power for electricity. Uh, Norway sixteen hundred hydroelectric power stations inside mountains. You know they actually mm. put the turbines in and all the piping inside the mountains, so you can't even see it. And the population knows that. I mean, added to which there's no uh, there's no sort of help for fuel. So petrol in Iceland's about three dollars fifty a litre. Mm. So that's also yeah. pretty persuasive. Well. <laughs> but I say yeah. educated populations which understand that electricity's you know cheap and clean. Mm. So why wouldn't you? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and the tax helps to bring down the EV price enormous the the, the child the cost of the ev car is really competitive with a petrol car so mm, you need all of those things in place and then it's just a no-brainer yeah interesting look forward to reading about that yeah well america flags evs that's us for this week i think you'll find all that we do um online at the west.com.au uh, we're all a little bit sidetracked at the moment because we have our Festival of Travel on August the 19th. So for us here recording this, it's two and a half weeks away. So as I say in rodeo language, we're in the shoot. Um, we're just doing all our preparation for that. We'll be presenting Moans and Penny are the are key presenters there. We'll be doing about 20 different sessions um, from packing. I'm looking at Penny. <laughs> to Travel Essentials, I'm looking at Moans, and and the rest of the team will be there. Michael Ferranti will be there talking about cruising, choosing cruises and ships. Um, We've got Grady Brand there talking about wildflowers. Uh, Will Yeoman will be there talking about various writing aspects, so we've got the whole crew on on hand. Um, It's a full day at the University of Western Australia Club in Matilda Bay here in Perth. Uh, Tickets are at West Travel Club dot com dot au 
Uh, we're doing a full morning and then repeating in the afternoon, so you can buy a morning ticket or an afternoon ticket. We've also got some kind of different dining events going on there. It's all at westtravelclub.com.au. We hope we see you on the 19th. We're now going to spend a bit of the rest of the day talking about our preparation for that. Yeah, can't wait. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll all feel more comfortable then, I'm sure. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, and there'll be another episode next week. Bye.